This is the Fantasy Fast Track with Brandon Funston and Brad Evans. Ready, set, go! This is a Fantasy Fast Track pod presented by MonkeyKnifeFight.com. Brad the Big Noise Evans here alongside Senior Fun Buns, Brandon Funston. And we had Tuesday Night Football as the Tennessee Titans went out and smashed the Bills pulverized them. A whole lot of Ryan Tannehill, A.J. Brown, a whole lot of John New Smith. Oh, cue the careless whisper. If you listen to the Sirius XM show, that's Brandon's theme, his love song for one John New and Derrick Henry. Oh, football Frankenstein by the end zone, not once, but twice. But breaking last night, Brandon, Le'Veon Bell, no longer a part of the New York Jets who just continuously hit the old punchline. Uh, where will Le'Veon Bell land in your estimation? What's a good landing spot for fantasy purposes? What's a bad landing spot? Maybe not only for Bell, but somebody else involved in that backfield. Or is he just done completely? What do you say? Yeah, I, I might lean more towards uh, he him being done. Like, I don't think there will be teams clamoring for him. I think what they've seen with the Jets and what they've seen with Le'Veon Bell in terms of being a bit of a headache to deal with, uh, and maybe still having a higher opinion of himself than maybe where he's at in his career should justify. Uh, I think it might be a few weeks off and he may have to just, you know, hat in hand, go to a team and, and agree to be kind of a insurance policy bit player. Yeah. And uh, I wondered, I wondered if Arizona might have some interest because they haven't, you know, really gotten as much out of Kenyon Drake probably as they wish they had. And maybe they don't view Chase Edmonds as a true bell cow. Um, but I wonder also if the guys in the Windy City might like some depth there behind uh, Mr. Montgomery. You, you, you silence. You hush your mouth right now. <laughs> you shush it. Zip it. And zip it good. It would be a sensible move for the Bears. The Bears don't make any kind of sensible moves. Uh, it, it would complicate a little bit for Dave Montgomery, mandatory Montgomery, if that did happen. Uh, but I'd still think that Montgomery would be the main man because it's going to take time for him to acclimate whatever team that he goes to. Maybe the Chargers kick the tires on him, knowing the injury to Austin Eckler. You mentioned Arizona uh, could be an interesting wild card spot for him. Maybe he goes back to Pittsburgh and adds depth, of course, where he had his biggest and brightest days. And you, you, the the reference just a second ago to him going with a hat in hand, I had like a Dickens kid, you know, like holding <laughs> yes. a bowl up saying, please, sir. May I have some more porridge? You know, that's Le'Veon <laughs> Bell may, right he now. He may have to do that to get a job. We'll see. Yeah, that could be. So don't go crazy. Don't go bananas about Le'Veon Bell wherever he signs, if he even signs with anybody, because uh, it's not like he came into the season with a sterling advanced statistical profile. And look, if you want to get in on some parlay props, uh, you need to do so right now at monkeynightfight.com. Awesome site to play on. It's really simple to do. It's just more or less over or under on a variety of player props that are out there. And if you you know match them together, usually two, you can go up as many as six. You increase your odds. The more players that you get action on, the more that you hit on that action, the bigger the payout. And as a new user, you go there right now to monkeyknifefight.com. Plug in the promo code FTN. Again, that promo code FTN. And as a new user, you get a free $5 game on the house. Check them out at monkeynightfight.com. Let's get to today's Fantasy Five. Number five. All right. Uh, the subject matter today are trade targets. Guys that we want, not guys that we're dishing, guys that we are trying to acquire. You know, at a fair market price or maybe even on the cheap. And let's start off with Justin 
Herbert, Brandon. I know a lot of people out there are struggling with quarterbacks uh, in light of the Dak Prescott news. I love this kid. I love everything about him. Unfazed, undaunted, and largely accurate. Top 10 at adjusted completion percentage so far this season. Uh, he's completing a lot of passes down the field, even missing Keenan Allen for a large chunk of that Monday night game. And gets the New Orleans Saints had him there in the end. Unfortunately, the Chargers lost another tightly contested game. But it wasn't Herbert's fault. He was out there dropping dimes to Mike Williams, getting Hunter Henry involved, getting the backs involved out of the backfield. He has exceeded all of our wildest expectations. You and I were down on him as a prospect out of the University of Oregon, and boy, he has made us look silly. Recent one-for-one trades for him and Yahoo Leagues. Herbert for Tannehill. Herbert for Joshua Kelly. Herbert for Big Ben. Herbert for Devontae Freeman. Herbert for Jerry Judy. I would take the Herbert side on every single one of those, and he has got a glorious late-season schedule uh, facing during the fantasy playoffs, weeks 14 through 16, Atlanta, Vegas, Denver. Are you buying all day on the rookie out of the University of Oregon? I am, and I think you can catch some people that have Herbert as a backup that are like, ooh, I should sell him now because he can't be this good. And I think he can be. Yeah. I think he continued to be every bit as good as he's been so far. And I think if you're redrafting the NFL draft today, Herbert might go number one over Joe Burrow. I think that's legit because mm. what do we love about Joe Burrow? Poise, calm, cool, and collected. Well, you know what? I think Herbert's looked every bit as calm, cool, and collected as Joe Burrow. He has the bigger arm, and he has better weapons around him. So in fantasy, it's absolutely Herbert over Burrow for me. And you get Mike Williams back now, and you see what Herbert can do with Mike Williams. My goodness. You get that kind of a vertical stretcher. You get Keenan Allen back from the back injury, and you got Hunter Henry it got glorious weapons there for Herbert to use that big arm for. So I love this call. Get your hands on Herbert. Number four. All right, let's work in one of our favorites. It's Cam Akers. Uh, we would be remiss if he was not mentioned on this podcast because <laughs> you and I, we can't quit him, man. We keep going back to that well, and here's the good news. Uh, he's on the discount rack. He's ultra cheap right now in terms of one-for-one -one trades. Recent ones done at Yahoo Sports. Cam Akers for Hayden Hurst. Cam Akers for J.K. Dobbins. Cam Akers for Hollywood Brown. And you might say, well, I would definitely want the Hollywood Brown side of that. But I think in the end, you're going to want the rookie out of Florida State. You know, you look at the secondary analytics. He is just obliterating his battery mates in terms of yak per attempt, 4.15. Compare that to Daryl Henderson, 2.52, and the Ham and Ager, Malcolm Brown, 2.00. 25.9 missed tackle rate. Compare that to Henderson at 16.9. 17.7 for Brown. Got his feet underneath him. I know it was a lopsided win, and he was, you know, they're working in more or less garbage time, but Washington starters were still in last week, and he was getting those tough yards. I think it's, it's not a matter of if, but when. The takeover happens. I don't know if it's going to happen this week against San Francisco, but I'm predicting, predicting it's my gummy bears. Uh, the bears have been great on the back end, but they have been soft up front. And this offensive line of L.A. has been getting significant push. I think in two weeks, everybody's going to be talking about how they should have bought low on one Cam Akers. Uh, I know you're in agreement with me, so continue. Yeah, I mean, he had the big 40-yard run, so I, I'm sure that had a lot to do with his yards after contact. But the thing I've liked is he came back after, uh, you know, a couple weeks out, basically three weeks out because he left early in week two. And he got the nine carries and was right back in the mix. And I think 
you know, what we've seen so far, and even in week two, before he went out, he was running at no worse than the number two running back here. We've seen Malcolm Brown come up and be the number one guy. We've seen Daryl Henderson come up and be the number one guy. But every time Aker's been out there, he's been at least the number two guy. And I think we know that they didn't feel like they had the long-term answer with Daryl Henderson and Malcolm Brown. And they went out and used their top overall pick in this draft on Cam Akers because they saw that something that they felt could be better than what they had. And I think they'll continue to explore that. So that's just I, the, the, the week five was just more, you know, ammo for me to feel that way. Grab Akers and he may leave you in the green. Number three. All right. Uh, let's work in another option here. And it's another rookie running back. It is Jonathan Taylor. Of the Indianapolis Colts, and the reason I'm digging him, and I, I know he's been, you know, ceding some touches to what are your favorites, Jordan Wilkins, free the man, please, somewhere, anywhere. Uh, I'd love to see him get a full workload. And Naheem Hines also heavily involved. But you look at some of the one-for-one trades right now involving Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor for Tyler Lockett and Yahoo. Jonathan Taylor for Cam Newton. Jonathan Taylor for... Todd Gurley, Jonathan Taylor for an injured Nick Chubb, Jonathan Taylor for an injured Julio Jones. I like Jonathan Taylor in most of those deals, those transactions. Why? Because according to the FTN daily tool of strength of schedule, he has the second easiest remaining for a fantasy running back. I know the offensive line is underperformed. I know that he is underperformed in terms of yards for contact per attempt, uh, but he is pretty much locked in to probably, what, 15 to 20 touches Rest of season, and again, with this schedule really opening up against the likes of Cincinnati, Detroit, Tennessee twice, Green Bay, Houston twice, Las Vegas, Jonathan Taylor is going to be an RB1 in 12-team leagues down the home stretch. You're buying, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. You told me to come up with a trade candidate or two for this (laughs) thing, and I threw that out, and you're like, no way. I've already got him listed. That's the true story. Yeah. Yep. And, and I looked at that schedule. I've also looked at the fact that he's really, I mean, he's, he's RB 14 and half PPR right now. That's kind of, and that's with us grousing about him. And he's still basically a borderline RB one. I see so much more potential for this guy. I loved him coming out of Wisconsin. Um, and he gets goal line opportunities. I like him as the number one rookie right now. I'd take him over Clyde Edwards Hilaire. And I think Todd Gurley who's enjoying a perfect, you know, a very nice run right now. has a good schedule upcoming. Like, if you were a Todd Gurley owner and you could turn that into Jonathan Taylor, I would do that in an absolute heartbeat. Feed that thoroughbred some carrots. Number two. All right, let's get in a wide receiver. And this is another name. You know, you mentioned, uh, I said, hey, throw out a couple of trade candidates and I'll add them to the list. Uh, and you go, yeah, Jonathan Taylor. Oh, check on the list. And then you're like, you know who I also like? Debo Samuel. I'm like, oh, yeah, he's already listed number two. <laughs> So you and I, uh, you must have been reading my mind. It was a being John Malkovich moment. Uh, His one-for-ones in recent Yahoo transactions, Debo for Evan Ingram, uh, Debo for Big Ben, uh, Debo for Darius Slayton. Uh, I think that last one is pretty close, to be honest with you. Uh, But he's certainly a buy-low candidate right now. Uh, You're seeing an increase in snap share. You're seeing an increase in targets. He's working his way back from the Jones fracture. I think the biggest question for Debo is whether or not he's going to have core competency at the quarterback position. And we, we can hopefully be you know optimistic that C.J. B. 
beat hard. Bethard is that guy and not Jimmy G, who's just not right with the ankles, just not right with the accuracy or the confidence right now. But I am with you, man. I think Debo Samuel's going to storm back with a vengeance. I mean, he played on over, what, 80% of the snaps last week, had eight targets from Bethard. So I think the sky's the limit right now. And, again, you're scoring him for, what, probably 70 cents on the dollar, 60 cents on the dollar normally if, uh, you know, he were not injured with that Jones fracture in a normal season. Yeah, I love seeing the eight targets. Um, and obviously the production wasn't there with that. But you you got to just give this time, you know, this situation in San Francisco a little bit of time. You know, the one thing I think is going to work in Debo Samuel's favor, especially when all these guys are back to being healthy, and is that this defense lost Nick Bosa. It's lost some guys. And we've seen the team throw the 15th most times in, in the league so far when last year they were 29th in pass attempts. The defense being a little bit worse this year or a lot worse this year could lead to a lot more passing for the 49ers. And ultimately, as Debo Samuel gets back to full health and the rest of this team does, that's going to be a feather in his cap going forward. I love Debo. Yeah, and according to the uh, NFL strength of schedule tool in FTN Daily, San Francisco for passing offenses has the second easiest schedule remaining. We are down with some Debo. Number one. All right, last and certainly not least, it's mandatory, Brandon. It's absolutely mandatory. Dave Montgomery, number one, must-have trade target for me. Now, I'm going to see if you concur here in a minute, but the Bears have the easiest remaining schedule of any fantasy running back that's out there uh, with matchups against not only Carolina this week, and the Rams have given up a ton of points, especially in the short field to pass-catching running backs, which Montgomery's essentially become with Tariq Cohen out. They got Tennessee, got Minnesota, got Green Bay, got Detroit, got Houston, got Minnesota, going to get Jacksonville and fantasy Super Bowls. In week 16, I don't care if Le'Veon Bell signs in the Windy City. This is David Montgomery's show. He is a workhorse running back. And if you look at some of the secondary analytics, you know, we've seen upticks compared to last year. Not only missed tackle percentage, way up from last year. He's right around 25% last year. He's at 20% um, a season ago, 25% this year, I should say. His yak per attempt, way up, 2.78 this year. He's like 2.40 last season. And as I mentioned before, he's catching a ton of balls now. And what does Nick Foles like to do? Check down. Check down. So, yeah, it's, it's tough sledding. The running room hasn't been there. You get these mysterious touches idiotically because from Cordero Patterson. But it's hard to ignore the volume. It's hard to ignore the schedule. It is mandatory Montgomery time this week and henceforth. You disagree. Uh, I don't disagree. Would I've had him number one? Maybe not. But I, I see what you're saying. I mean, he does have a downturn in the last few weeks because he's faced the Buccaneers, because he's faced the Colts. And even Atlanta is no softy when it comes to straight up stopping the run. So that's been a tougher slate, and it, it gets easier for him. I, I don't think you're getting rich off of David Montgomery, but you're getting rich on volume, and you're getting rich on a guy that's probably going to be able to give you solid, solid numbers most week going forward because of that volume, because this team is looking a little bit better in utilizing their running backs this year, and the slate is getting better as well. So I I, I like him as a trade target. Is he my number one trade target? 
Probably not, but that's all right. He deserves to be in this discussion. Well, I wrote the script, and naturally, uh, I am biased. <laughs> so I had Dave Montgomery numero uno, one-for-one one Yahoo deals involving the Chicago Bears rusher, Dave Montgomery for T.Y. Hilton, yes. Dave Montgomery for Austin Eckler, who is probably going to be every bit of eight weeks before he's back on the field, yes. Uh, Dave Montgomery for Miles Gaskin, yes. Uh, David Montgomery for Mike Gusecki, what? Yes! Get David Montgomery now and that is a wrap on this edition of the fantasy fast track follow funson on twitter which you kindly at brandon funson follow me at noisy wave us drop us a rating and or review if you're loving the show loving the format it really helps us out also ftnfantasy.com ftndaily.com ftnbets.com use promo code evans to get all of your sports betting and fantasy sports content needs, you get 10% off if you use that promo code, your subscription today, and check out Funson's excellent work and his colleagues as well at The Athletic. Until next time, adios, amigos!